Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. But this next guy, I charge—I don't even charge him. He comes to the barbershop for free. I, you know, whatever Steve needs, just go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Bring in Steve Hellwagon of 24-7 Sports and Bucknuts.com. What's going on, Steve? Oh, not much. Just a lazy Sunday afternoon here in May. Finally made it to May, didn't we? Yeah, so. we finally got there, man. We, you know, it, it snowed a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> so. It may still snow this week. You yeah, never know. Man. Yeah, it's crazy we, we, weather. We can't catch a break. But I tell you what, good, excellent day. Excellent day for the Buckeyes. Um, you know, obviously the Buckeyes, you know, Showed up and showed out as they always usually do. They, they're always well represented uh, at the uh, NFL draft. This year was a little more special because, you know, they had two great receivers and, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave um, really, you know, get drafted in the first round. Uh, both of those guys were standout receivers for the, for the Buckeyes. Um, and, and, and just from looking at, you know, just from what they did in the totality of their career, you know, what, what makes those guys so special? Um, and, and when did you know that, he, that they had an opportunity to both be first-round draft picks? Well, uh, starting with Chris Olave, obviously coming from the San Diego area, uh, Coach Day had gone out there to his high school in San Marcos, California, and they were looking at a quarterback there by the name of Jack Tuttle, who eventually played at Indiana for a year or two. And they found Chris Olave while they were there. And so he convinces Urban Meyer, hey, we got to take this guy. And uh, Urban, of course, he retired there. Uh, I think it was, uh, I guess the 18th season was his last year. But uh, Olave comes in, and from his first year, he's making a few catches, but he's making all these plays on special teams with blocking punts and doing different things. And you're like, hey, this guy's got – you know, something, some kind of knack, you know, for making plays. And that was just the start. You know, the next three seasons, he was absolutely fabulous for the Buckeyes and uh, set a record, 35 touchdown catches, uh, broke uh, the the previous record. You had guys like uh, uh, Chris Carter was up there on that list and and different people, you know, had scored all these different uh, touchdown catches at Ohio State. And uh, he breaks the record for the career and uh, just had a great four-year run. I think Chris Olave did. He could have gone to the NFL a year ago, and he and Brian Hartline, his position coach, sat down, and they had a heart-to-heart talk. And he said, 
I want to be a captain and I, I want to graduate and I want to do this and I want to do that. And uh, Heartline's like, okay, this is the plan we got for you. And all the hard work paid off for him. Uh, I believe he was 11th overall uh, going to the Saints. And of course, uh, Garrett Wilson, I think we first knew uh, would have been, I guess, the 20 season uh, or the 19 season. He was a, uh, a freshman and uh he made some just amazing uh, circus catch uh, against Clemson in the in the bowl game that year, and then came back the following year was outstanding. And of course, uh, you know you put him and Jackson Smith, the Jigba, Chris Olave on the same field with C.J. Stroud throwing the ball. They set all kinds of records this past year, the three of them. So uh, Wilson just you know I think the word freak is what comes out when you think about. Uh, Wilson, he's going to go play for the New York Jets, and obviously that franchise has been down on its luck for a long time. So hopefully uh, he's a guy that can uh, help help get them going and get, get things uh, started there. Zach Wilson is the quarterback, and uh, he's, Garrett Wilson is looking forward to getting to work with him out there. So those two guys, uh, the first two wide receivers from Ohio State to go in the first round of the NFL draft, since 2007 when there was a guy named Ted Ginn Jr. originally from Cleveland Glenville and Anthony Gonzalez originally from Cleveland St. Ignatius both went out in that same draft uh, after the 2006 season and um, you know what what can you say 15 years not even Michael Thomas you know I think he was a second round pick by the Saints a few years ago and uh, of course uh, Olave talked about sitting under the learning tree with uh, Michael Thomas, you know, the all pro down there with the saints getting to, getting to learn the ropes from him. So yeah, it was a banner first round and Jamison Williams, another Ohio state, uh, former wide receiver played last year at Alabama, uh, transferred out. And, uh, he was, uh, the third one in a row went, they went, I believe it was 10, 11, 12. And, uh, Williams comes off, uh, off the board there at number 12. So, a real testament uh, to the recruiting, the development of Ohio State. You know, those, those great receivers and, you know, you need they got a couple, um, a couple of uh, other receivers and kind of, it's kind of crazy because if you look at the talent level, right, we talk about Jackson Smith, the Jigba and, and, you know, when those two guys, you know, uh, you know, kind of sat out the bowl game and he, he goes over off for 300 yards or something crazy. Not to not not to mention the fact that Jamison Williams is a guy who goes to Alabama, and a lot of people are like, "Wow!" When you saw, do Jamison Williams, uh, you know, did or were you aware, or people down there aware that he had that type of a, of ability when it comes to um, him when he transferred to Alabama? You know, I don't even know how to express this. Some people just need a jolt or a change of scenery to kind of get them uh, motivated, get them moved in the right direction. And for whatever reason, uh, he was the number three wide receiver at Ohio State in 2020, the COVID year. And then coming back in the spring last year, Jackson Smith, the Jigba comes up and pushes him to be the number three wide receiver behind Wilson and Alave. And Jamison Williams, I, I think he got the feeling he was being pushed out at Ohio State. So uh, he put his name in the portal, and 
it was Alabama, you know, and, and a number of other schools, I'm sure, that put their bid in on him. And uh, Nick Saban and whoever their offensive coaches were said, hey, come on down here, give us a look. We got this quarterback, Bryce Young, who's about to explode on the scene. And sure enough, that's what happened. They won the SEC. People will forget that. that Georgia did win the national championship, but Alabama did beat them in the SEC championship game. And, uh, you know, he had just a phenomenal year. And uh, Bryce Young won the Heisman I think, uh, you know, they had a, a, a receiver, Devontae Smith, I think, won the Heisman the year before. And I think Williams' numbers probably compared with whatever it was Smith had done the year before. So, plus he was big in the return game, too, gee, and that was what was crazy to me um, because we really didn't seem involved in that at Ohio State. But uh, Alabama took this raw piece of material and got it out of him, you know, and that's there's something to be said to that. You know, it's like, you can have all the ability in the world, but if you, you know, don't channel it properly, I think at Ohio State he dropped some passes the year before in 2020 that, you know, I won't say put him in the doghouse, but, you know, at that point Fields is the quarterback. And and if I know Alave and, and Wilson are going to catch it, Williams may or may not, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go to the guys who are going to catch it. So, you know, he didn't have hardly any numbers at Ohio State playing alongside those guys the year before, even though he started almost every game that COVID year, they only played, I think, eight games that year. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just uh, great for him. You know, he found a place, an offense, where he could flourish, and they got him the football in space. Uh, they blocked for him. Uh, his return game was amazing, obviously. And uh, he just exploded on the scene down there in Alabama. And, you know, again, there, there's no reason for Ohio State fans to begrudge him or for him to begrudge what, you know, he thinks his treatment may have been at Ohio State or whatever. It, it, it all worked out in the end for everybody, and there's plenty for everybody. And, and uh, he made his name down there. I mean, if you're the number 12 pick in the NFL draft, you don't have to apologize to anybody. You're an outstanding football player, and and even though it was only for the one year at Alabama, I think uh, I think he's got the potential to have a really good NFL career. Uh, talking to uh, Steve Hellwagon of Twenty Four Seven Sports and Bucknuts dot com on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Um, obviously, um, tragedy uh, struck for for the Ohio State family, um, and you know people who are just fans of college football, not just Buckeye fans and, and, and football in general. You know, tragically, Dwayne Haskins uh, lost his life um, earlier this month. And, you know, I, I think everybody it kind of put just such a such a damper on things, and especially at the spring game um, where they honored him. Um, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, Dwayne, impacts, Dwayne Haskins' impact um, on those in the program, um, as well as, you know, how you will remember Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, just a sad moment uh, that Saturday. I believe it was three weeks ago, uh, maybe maybe four weeks ago. It was three weeks ago. It was early April. Um, I was sitting at a basketball tournament uh, in Indianapolis and uh, watching some high school players. And my son called me, and he's an Ohio State graduate, and he would have been at Ohio State when Dwayne Haskins, his one season as the starting quarterback coincided with the last season for Urban Meyer as the head coach in 2018. And again, you just look at it and you see a guy who's 25 years old who's struck down in the prime of his life, basically, 
And it was just one of the saddest days I can remember in my 30 years of covering Ohio State. It was just just such a downer to, to get that news and to know that this was a guy who was loved by everybody. He always had a smile on his face. He was a happy-go-lucky guy. And, you know, he uh, he got to Ohio State, and, and obviously they have the videos of him as a kid going to the football camp at Ohio State. And he told him on the video when he was a little kid that he was going to play college football at Ohio State and be the quarterback of the Buckeyes. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. He came in and was the backup to, to JT Barrett there in uh, 2017 and then uh, took over in the, in the spring of 2018 was just a, just a half step ahead of Joe Burrow that spring. And they named, he was going to be the starter and Joe Burrow transferred out to LSU to get his shot. And uh, Haskins took the ball and he made the most of it um, through for 50 touchdowns which is a Big Ten record, and we may never see that broken, although maybe C.J. Stroud and the guys will make a try and make a run at it this fall. We'll see how many games, if they get to play 14 or 15 games, then, then maybe they'll, he'll make a run at it. But uh, uh, just, a, just an amazing year for him. And in one year, that catapulted him into the first round of the draft. Three years ago, we're talking about him. You know, going as a first-round pick, it was to the like they were called the Washington Redskins at that point, and he went through quite a bit there. Obviously, the, Gruden was the coach, and then it was Ron Rivera, and changing the offense, changing the coordinators, uh, just not a very good team around him. Obviously, uh, Washington's been down for a number of years, and just a lot of turmoil there. And some of the situation he brought on himself with some of the off the field, uh, he broke some of the COVID protocols with, uh, you know, do it, going out and doing things that, that he should not have been doing. And, you know, the, the Washington team cut ties with him in the middle of his second year. And he was a free agent. Pittsburgh picked him up. And now with Ben Roethlisberger retiring, he was going to be in the running along with Mitchell Trubisky and uh, Mason Rudolph uh, to be the starter there uh, with Pittsburgh. And what's sad, Garrett, is that, you know, this is a guy, as we said, great personality, great person, and impacted so many people's lives. And we'll never know how his story was supposed to turn out, who, how many people he was going to impact in a positive way. And then from the football standpoint, was he the heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger? He's got the arm. He had the arm, obviously, a huge arm. But did he have all the intangibles he needed to win NFL games with a quality team around him? You can't judge anything off what happened to him in Washington. Those those teams were terrible. They, they hadn't won anything before he got there. They haven't won anything since he left. So to pin it all on him was just ridiculous, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, he brought Ohio State's offense into the modern era you had quarterbacks uh, like uh, uh, Terrell Pryor, Braxton Miller, uh, J.T. Barrett, who were who could throw the ball, but but primarily also running quarterbacks. Uh, Dwayne Haskins became that pocket uh, passing quarterback, and as we said, he threw for almost 5,000 yards at Ohio State, which is unheard of, and uh, 50 touchdowns. And now, of course, his great year allowed them to get Justin Fields as a transfer from Georgia. And then, of course, C.J. Stroud picked right up where Fields left off last year and 
and they've got uh, great passing quarterbacks in the pipeline now with, uh, well, they had Quinn Ewers and he transferred out, but they've got Kyle McCord and they've got uh, Devin Brown. Those two guys kind of waiting in the wings and uh, it's just going to continue to perpetuate itself as long as Ryan Day's there. And it started with Dwayne Haskins. So uh, Ryan Day, in his comments, uh, said we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for Dwayne Haskins in that one year. And I agree with that. So he got the ball rolling on that and uh, brought Ohio State, uh, you know, into the modern era of college football. Steve, I thank you so much. Uh, we'll talk again as the uh, as the season wraps up or, or, or continues to, to move throughout the summer and summer camp. Yeah. Ohio State is going to be loaded. Um, they're going to be one of the top teams in the, in the country. Uh, Heisman Trophy guys, uh, you know, Bolitnikov uh, guys. Uh, they're going to be loaded. And we'll, we'll talk to you uh, coming up, and, and we'll get you back on to uh, kind of preview the season and, and talk Buckeyes again. All right. Take care. Sounds good. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 